Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is the 365 Bible Reading Plan. Today is November the 7th, and our passage for today is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Now, I know many of you want me to get to chapter 4 and verse 13 very quickly, but I'm not going to do that in this podcast. I'm telling you up front because I'm doing a special podcast on the rapture of the church And that is coming in a day or two. And so I'm going to stick with the early verses because they are great instruction for all of us. So stay right where you are. Get your Bibles out if possible and follow along and hopefully with something to take notes because I'm going to be breaking down these passages for you because they are great words of moral encouragement in a day when we desperately need moral clarity. Paul said, finally then, brethren, we urge you and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you received from us how you ought to walk to please God, for you know what commandments we gave, what instructions we laid down the law through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God. You see, this is one of those passages where God tells us, this is my will for your life. Often people will say, Pastor Tony, what is God's will concerning this? How can I know God's will for this or that? Well, God doesn't give us specific direction on every step that we take as far as knowing the specifics of his determined will for you or my life in an area. But indeed, in many areas, he has laid it out as clear as a clarion bell that this is what my will, my desire, my word is for you. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification. I'll come back to that. That you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust not in passion of lust like Gentiles, that is, those that are without, lost people, we say, like the Gentiles who do not even know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, in the matter of sanctification and immoral lust and passion, because the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testified, for God did not call us to uncleanness. Now, let's go back and break down these words and learn what Paul is really saying with its color and nuance. Finally, brethren, now this is Paul's word that he uses in several of his letters, and it's kind of like a preacher that says, and finally, and then he goes on and preaches for another 15 to 20 minutes. Well, this is what Paul does. As a matter of fact, some of the most critical 
of all of the things that Paul says to the church at Thessaloniki is after the word finally. Finally, brethren, we urge you. And the word urge here is in parallel with the next word, exhort, parakaleo. I call you alongside. I exhort you. And the word that is before it that is translated urge, finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus. We exhort you in the Lord Jesus. The word urge is the word to make a request from a position of standing in someone's life. In other words, Paul said, I can ask you to do this because of our relationship together. And what I'm about to tell you is so important that I am coming from a position of standing, a position of authority. He said, just as you have abounded more and more, in other words, you've gone beyond anything that I've ever asked you to do. He said, because of that, I want you to walk in a way that pleases God and that you know what the Lord Jesus spoke about this. He says, for you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. So Paul is just not giving his own ideas. He is giving the very words of God. And here he goes in verse 3, for this is the will of God. That's exactly what it means. This is God's desire, his will, his plan for your life, and that is your sanctification. Now, the word sanctification is a big, long, fancy word that we use often and really most of the time don't know what we're talking about. It's the word that has its root in holiness, It's the root of holy. Now, what is holiness or sanctification? The word hagias is the word to set apart, to be different, to be separated. It's the concept of being separated from the world, its thinking, its behavior, its thought patterns, its lifestyle, and being wholly consecrated or dedicated, committed to God. So it has a negative aspect that is stay away from this particular viewpoint and thought life and lifestyle that results from that, but be committed, be dedicated, be wholly consecrated to God and his plan and his thoughts and his will for your life. And here it is. This is your sanctification. This is part of your holy walk with God that you don't have. That's the word. It literally is op echo. That means stay away from, don't allow, don't have it in your life. That's the literal translation. And we all have heard that kind of terminology. Somebody says, well, now I'm not going to have that. In other words, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm not going to allow that in my life. This is what he says. This is the very word. Op echo. Don't have it in your life. Do not allow sexual immorality. Now, that's a fascinating term because this has to do with the aspects that are ungodly in the way that we handle ourselves sexually. Now, that doesn't mean that anything sexual is bad because there is a time and a place and a season for sex, and it is within the bonds of of marriage, not outside the bonds of marriage, not extra on the side from the bonds of marriage, not before the bonds of marriage. You see, it's as common as rainwater today for couples to have sex before they get married. 
That's just ungodly. That's called fornication. It's the word porneo, where we get our word that's combined with that grapho. Porneo, grapho is the word for fornication writing, for sexual writing, pictures and all of those things. All of that, God says, stay away from it. Why? Because it's going to ruin your life. It's going to mess you up. It's going to get you off of my will for your life. It's simply not God's will to have sex before or outside of marriage. You are to have sex with your wife, your husband, and that's all. Not another man, not another woman, not man on man, not woman on woman, not man on woman outside of marriage, not woman on man outside of marriage. God says, I have a time and a place and I have a plan for you and you can do this all you want to. You can do what is pleasing to the other. All of those things are spoken of in the Word of God, but he says there is a time and place for that. And so he deals with this even more. He said, you need to learn how to possess your own vessel. Now, the word vessel is the word for an implement. It's the word for a tool. It's the word for a vessel. In other words, what God has given you, that's what you're to keep. You don't need to try to transition into anything else because you are what God made you. It was just a few years ago that John Hopkins and one of the leading scientists there and psychiatrists there wrote an article where he said that transgenderism is a type of insanity. Well, that tells you where we are today. You see, the definition didn't change. We have just changed our lifestyle and our mindset, and we have gone insane Listen, you are what God created you, and you can't change your DNA. You're not going to change your DNA. You can switch the equipment, but it's not going to matter at all. Let me just tell you, you are not anything but who God made you, and God knows best. You can say, I'm a basset hound, and identify as a cat. That does not matter one bit. Now, let me just tell you, that's coming down the pike. Pedophilia is coming down the pike. All of these perversions, once you start on the slippery slope that the American culture in its darkness and immorality and secularism has started on, then you're going to find yourself at odds with God at every level. And it is a type of insanity. I'm telling you, it's demonic. And I will not back up on that for anyone, anytime. And we need to be who we are, not worried about offending somebody, even if it's our own family. We need to speak the truth in love. I'm not talking about being ugly. But let me tell you, we need to be firm and we need to have a clear message. No beating around the bush on this stuff. God said, stay away from it because it's going to harm you. And he said, you need to know how to handle yourself. Even if you stay away from this perversion, he said, don't go beyond with your passion. The word is pathos or pathos. What is deep inside of you, your passion and your lust. The word lust is epithumia. That's a compound word. Thumos is the word for heat. Epi is the word for a preposition which is usually used for over or above. It's the idea of heat upon heat. It's the idea of a dog panting. Have you ever seen a dog that's hot, their tongue is out, and they're slobbering? And this is the way that lust 
will lead you to where you're just out of control and you're like a dog. This is exactly the idea of what lust is. And he said, you don't need to do this because this is the way that people who are outside are Gentiles. This is the way the world lives. Those who do not know God, this is the way they live. And you're not to live like that. Paul's getting about as plain as you can get, and so am I. And I mean to because all of us, you, your friend, your neighbor, me, it doesn't matter who it is. When we fail in these areas, we don't need to excuse it. We don't need to start blaming someone else. Well, if my husband done what he need to do, my wife had been what they need to be. That is a lie from hell. I've listened to it. You've listened to it. We must not listen to that lie because God has a plan for every one of our lives. And if we're going to walk with God, we're going to have to abstain from every sort of lust and every sort of fornication and sexual immorality because that's not the way the child of God handles himself. And so it says, don't go beyond Don't go beyond, that is, don't take advantage, it says, but the word is literally, don't step over the line. Don't go beyond. It's somewhat the same concept of trespass in the Old Testament, the word pesha. It means you step over a line, you go beyond the line. We have to be careful about that. You can't dabble in sin. Can a man take fire into his bosom? and his clothes not be burned. No, no, no. When we mess with this stuff, we're going to get burned. So it's important that we follow God. He said, don't go beyond and defraud. And that word defraud is the word for overreach. I mean, that's what it means. The Greek word means to reach out beyond where you, to overreach. And so if we're not careful, what happens is we start playing with this and toying with it in our mind. Next thing you know, we've stepped over the line. So he said, don't go beyond with any brother, any sister, anyone, because God has laid out the boundaries and all sexual lust that a man has for a woman is to be filled within the bonds of holy matrimony, in the bonds of marriage. And you say, well, I did this and got away with it. You didn't get away with anything. Well, I do this and I didn't get, no, you might not have gotten caught, but God sees it all and God's going to deal with you. There's going to be deep guilt in your life and there's going to be a sense of frustration and of failure. And the remedy for all of this is to change our mind, which results in a change of behavior. That is metanoiao. That is repentance. That is to change your mind, which will result in a change of direction. And your mind is changed one thought at a time. So the moment we don't take every thought captive, we start slippery, sloping down toward a fall. And so he says, because the Lord will deal with you. God is the avenger of all such And we have forewarned you, I've given testimony of this, for God did not call us to ah, catharsis. Catharsis is the word for being clean. Ah, catharsis, that alpha privative, that A on the front of it, a catharsis, ah, catharsis, means that you're not clean. You see, that dirty feeling that anyone has, including King David. This is the terminology that's used in Psalm 51, which is a prayer of confession. And you can tell a whole lot about where a man's been by how he prays. 
And God so convicted David that he said, God, I feel dirty. I need a clean heart. God, create a clean heart in me. Now, the heart there is not the blood pumper. It's the innermost being of a man. And so what you and I need to do, male or female, whoever you are, what age you're listening to me, because you see, God doesn't leave us alone to let us go our own way in our 60s or 70s or 80s or our 90s. So no one is exempt from this. No one is too young. No one is too old. The moment you have the reality of your sexuality, we need to start training children and young people to handle themselves with godliness. Because here's what God says, I'm not going to put up with uncleanness in your life because you're going to feel unclean. And if you feel unclean, you're not going to serve me with the unction and anointing that you need to serve me. This is big stuff. Listen to it. God means business for this is the will of God. Even you're setting apart from the world and being dedicated to God that you don't handle sexual immorality lightly, that you learn how to take care of yourself in this area. Stay away from it. You can't handle it. I cannot handle it. Flee from it. Flee from these youthful lusts that destroy and war against the soul. For On The Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.